This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good morning, everyone. We hope you're having a great holiday week. The HRN gang is all on vacation this week, so I have some of our favorite episodes to share with you. We will have shows on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of this week, and then we'll be back live on January 3rd. Today's episode is one we did at this time last year, but it's still talked about today. It's the great Marmite versus Vegemite challenge that Jamie and I did. And it also included an auditor, auditor trivia battle by Stateline Tech. The competing auditor teams were the Galloping Grinches and the Sugar Plum Phillies. I think you're going to enjoy this. This episode is sponsored by Daily Dose Equine, Stateline Tech, and American Harvest. Time is running out to register for the American Harvest giveaway. American Harvest's newest product for horses, equine hemp pellets, are vet formulated and produced from natural hemp. The paddleable pelleted formula is... Manufactured with potent raw CBD using no chemical processing, so your horse will love the taste as much as you'll love the benefits. American Harvest is offering an exclusive giveaway for you, our loyal Horse Radio Network listeners. One lucky winner will receive a 90-day supply of American Harvest equine products. Check out today's show notes for details on how to enter. Entries are due by Sunday night. You only have a couple of days, so go to the show notes, click on the link, and go to American Harvest to enter today. Now enjoy this look back at December 22nd, 2020. Well, I'm Glenn Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for December 22nd, episode 2585, brought to you today by Stateline Tech. Good morning, Horse World. Hey, Santa, what's shaking, man? By the way, congratulate me this Christmas. I'm going for it. No antidepressants. Somebody ought to teach that little humbug some Christmas spirit. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on the special Tuesday edition. It's been a long time since I talked to you on a Tuesday. I had to set an alarm this morning <laughs> to wake up because I don't usually do this. Actually, the alarm was not that I was going to be asleep. It's the fact that this alarm reminds you, you have to work. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, Jamie's not usually here on Tuesdays for new listeners. Uh, Jamie's usually here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but we only have a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday show, and then we're off on break and going to have some special episodes for you over break until January the 4th is when we come back, but we will be here tomorrow. Today's kind of a special day, and if you're joining us brand new, uh, you saw the article that was out in Horse Illustrated about us. That was pretty cool. Cool, huh? Hey! Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're published. It's so cool. It is. I it, had that magazine. I grew up with that magazine. So I think that was a really that magazine. It's been around yeah, forever. Yeah, centerfold. It was awesome. Yeah. So uh, Sarah Evers Conrad wrote the article. Thank you, Sarah. It was excellent. In Horse Illustrated. In by Horse the way. Illustrated. Yeah, it was a terrific article about us and the Horse Radio Network and me and you and and uh, what we built here. So that was kind of cool. So if you're a brand new listener joining us from that today, this is not a normal episode. This is not what you will normally find. I, I actually don't know how this little challenge started. Uh, we normally talk about horses for the entire 90 minutes, and we do that five days a week. To the beginning of this show, we're going to have some help from a horse person, but we got talking about... Well, let me start here. We have a lot of listeners from Australia, New Zealand, and a lot of listeners from Great Britain. So we have a lot of listeners from the UK and from the uh, from down under. And somehow the conversation of Marmite and Vegemite started and it caused a war in our auditor room, which is like our super fan room. I used to love all of our Australian and British listeners. Uh, now, I don't know. Yeah, they're really after each other. This is this is the biggest controversy uh, we've had in five years. <laughs> I don't know how this started on the show. But then like, we were supposed to do a taste. Jamie and I have not tasted either one of these. And we have never had them. 
and we were supposed to do this, and then I got sick and couldn't do it. So now we're finally getting to it right before Christmas. Thought it'd be good. I had some shipped from Amazon. These two little bottles cost me about $20 each. So uh, we are going to try it today on the show, and then we're going to have a trivia competition. We have some auditors joining us for a little horsey trivia and a little New Year's trivia as well. Uh, We're just trying to keep it light here right before the holidays and make you forget about all your world problems and the fact that you haven't shopped at all. So, joining us today, formerly from Auckland, New Zealand, is one of our great auditors by the name of Rebecca. She goes by Bex. She lives in Colorado now in snow country. Hi, Bex. Hi. Thank you for guiding us through this process. Now, let's start with which one is known for which country? Marmite is England and Vegemite is down under. Is that how it works? Yeah. So, all right. So, what happened is this this particular spread has been around since the late 19th century um and it was originally uh it originated in Europe and then the Brits got a hold of it and they started producing it in 1902 and it's basically made out of um brewer's yeast is the is the main ingredient and it got really popular in the commonwealth countries you know and then um around this world war 1 you know the supply chains uh, were broken because of the war and so the Australians set out to make their own version of Marmite, and that's where Vegemite came from. And, and it, it's kind of a, it's from the brewing process, kind of leftover, right? Yeah, yeah. So, just, and so, then added a bunch of like folic acid and B12, I'm guessing, and some celery. I'm, I'm guessing it's a, you know, it's a way to get people vitamins when there was vegetables and things were in short supply. Let me me stop you here. Okay, so (laughs) at this moment, you've said it's a yeast extract, the byproduct of beer, added folic acid, B12, and celery. What the hell? Why do people eat this? Like, I don't understand. Like, all of that sounded really horrible. So, um, apparently it's not, because do people do eat it? And I, I know that like if it's good enough for Hugh Jackman, it's good enough for me to try, and he loves exactly, it. Exactly right. Yeah, but Marmite's <laughs> ad campaign was love it or hate it. You have to know there's a product that's ad campaign revolved around the fact that people hated it or loved it. <laughs> Says something. Like I'm I know, excited I... because I don't really like sweet things for breakfast, like all of America does. I don't want to pour syrup on anything. But so I'm excited to try something that maybe I could add to my palate in the morning that's not sweet, right? But you're not selling me back well uh, now i am like are you just gonna try it well i I, we do have our (laughs) toasters you have your toaster right jamie i have mine i I do i have my gluten-free bread in the toaster ready to go now i also have butter i was told bex that you need to put butter on first yeah, butter's essential. Okay, so I don't know why yep. that is, but apparently it's butter's really required. Easy. And I have good Irish butter Jamie, here. What, does that ma- does that make oh, me bi- biased? Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. Hey, but Jamie, what are you using? Because you won't be using butter. I'm a little worried about both of you actually, because I'm not sure about. <laughs> the, ideally, you want the crappiest bread money can buy. Oh. You know, like horrible white bread. Um, yeah. Although I quite I like it on like a a nice nutty bread too, but. To start out, you probably want to. And Jamie, I know you're vegan, so you're probably not even using butter. I'm actually not vegan. I have a couple more days until the vegan diet starts. Starts January first. So I've should I oh, put good. the toast in, Glenn? Yeah, should all right. I I'm gonna. Me? I push my toast oh, yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, I'm. Toast. I'm going. I'm, yeah. Okay. What, so what, kind what of bread I have, do you have? Yeah. It's from Trader Joe's. I drive legit an hour to Trader Joe's and I buy everything in the store and I keep it in a freezer that I bought here in the garage because I live in. <laughs> The Walmart world, okay? So I go up to Trader Joe's and it's a cracked wheat sourdough. And mm, it's my favorite that sounds bread. Sounds good, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I can't eat white wonder bread. I just, I can't, I didn't even eat that as a kid. So um, if it doesn't work for this, it's not going to work for me. So that's kind of my thought process was like, you know what? If it, if it's good here, then great. And I, uh, I uh, actually have the, the bread I bake, which is gluten free. So I actually bake this bread. Oh, okay, so that's yeah, terrible hopefully, then. Hopefully <laughs> it actually tastes work. like yeah, bread, actually. Suspicious. Uh, oh, good. All right, now <laughs> I'm going to open. Which one should we try first, Bex? My, my bread is actually going to take two rounds because it takes forever to toast. So we'll do it. 
you know, with good alcohol, and this is made from alcohol, you have to smell it first. So which one are, should we do first, Vegemite or Marmite? Mm. I just asked Chad to bring me some water up because I need to cleanse yeah. my palate. <laughs> yeah, I have iced tea here just in case. <laughs> I think well, I'm not a fan of the British Marmite. Sorry, all my all my British buddies. But um, so I'd go with that one first. Okay, she wants us to end on the one she likes. That's so, her last. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm opening it. I'm doing a sniff test of Marmite. Chad oh just handed me the water, God. and he said, "He said you're going to need more than water." Oh my God, it's <laughs> awful smelling. It, it smells it's, like tar. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, maybe. It's not real. It doesn't smell real good. <laughs> <laughs> the best bread to eat it on is this bread called Vogels that they make in New Zealand, but you guys aren't going to be able to get that. Um, yeah, it Do you like mar- you don't I'll, like marmite, right? But you like Vegemite, right? Well. I'll eat any of them because they're all fine and they're just slight iterations of each other. But my least favorite is the British Marmite. While we're, while we're toasting here, mine, mine's going to be done here in a second. There's a song I found. This is from 1954. It's a commercial for for Footage sourced from Vegemite. the Australian television archive. Listen to this. <laughs> 54. Ten seconds. These are little kids <laughs> jumping around <laughs> in costumes. <laughs> All right, we're having think, a we're think... having a, a problem here. Did you get it? Oh, what happened? We couldn't we couldn't get the mermaid jar open. <laughs> oh, oh my is it glued God. shut? It's like glued shut. Chad, are you okay? <laughs> Chad hurt himself. He's going to be on workers' <laughs> comp now because they can't Thank open you. the mermaid jar. Wow, that's really fragrant. I think that's how. It- that's how it originally took off, I think, is that they sold it as like being healthy for kids to parents. And then we all got raised on it. And now, now we're hooked. All right. My so, toast okay. is almost done. My toast is okay, done. I'm going to like what a, it's you want a nice butter. light toast. You don't want a heavy toast. And okay. yeah, and I prefer to go heavy on the butter. And you go really light on the spread. That's where people mess themselves up. They go, they slather it on like peanut butter. And it's not the thing. Hugh Jackman want, like, said nice, to put it on very lightly. Yes, exactly. Like, oh my no one's God, it's with you. stringy. Is it really? I think. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's like glue. <laughs> okay, I have a tiny bit on a lot of butter and my bread. I'm going to go for it, okay? Right, go ahead. Okay, go for it, Jamie. Woo! Here we go. Close your eyes and think of England. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> kind of smells like London, actually. Uh, sorry, everybody wow. in England. Well, what do you think? Yeah. That is um flavorful. <laughs> you didn't vomit. I didn't vomit. <laughs> I didn't vomit because I I like salty food. So um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know if I. Yeah, no, the aftertaste is getting me. Oh god! All right, I'm going for it. Here I go. My marmite test. Oh. It's very salty. Kind of tastes like tar. You've never tasted tar. You don't know that. Mm. It's what I not am- terrible, but like not like I don't think I would I would eat this. Oh, you know, a matter of fact, I like oh, salt really? a lot, and I'm kind of liking this. Yeah, yeah, Glenn, nice. Oh no, I am kind of liking it's- this. I went for a second bite. Yeah, hmm. actually, the aftertaste is my favorite part, Jamie. Okay, like, well, that was the marmite, all right. though. I'm, okay, wait a minute. I'll take that back. I'm getting the aftertaste. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the sec- you're going to regret that. Oh, man, that comes to- back at you, doesn't it? It just lingers on the palate, I think. Oh, yeah, it lingers. <laughs> <laughs> that was the marmite. I'm going to go with Vegemite now. All right, let's do Vegemite. Wow, that is more punched. Yeah, you oh, need to wow. kind of get your toast while it's hot so the butter melts. Oh, my God, that's worse together. smelling. That tastes so much better. Okay, I'm going for it. Here we go. This is the one I think is most like tar. <laughs> it's even thicker. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, think, like there's 
I feel like there should be like smoke coming out of my nose. Like it's very smoky, <laughs> tarry. I could do it's that. Different, isn't it? I could do that. You can taste the difference. Yeah, yeah like, nice. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? So you like it's the Vegemite really better really than the Marmite? Cheese. You're mm. your team Vegemite. I'm gonna have to go back and try and try the other one. Again. All right, let me try Vegemite. Let me give this a try. <laughs> That's a lot of butter, though. Oh. Why? Yeah, it's not exactly a house. I'm sorry, food. Bex. I am not Team Vegemite. Really? You know the aftertaste you get with the Marmite after a while? You get that immediately with the Vegemite. <laughs> yeah, Vegemite's more in your face, for sure. It is definitely. It's like a real, real thick, tasty beer. Not tasty beer. The awful New- beer. The New Zealand recipe or the, the New Zealand recipe for Marmite, they sweeten it a lot. Like they add caramel and uh and that, that more might be sugar. Better. Or sugar for stuff. <laughs> that might be better. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you don't like Definitely sugary stuff in the morning. Is this gonna be your go to now? I'm going back and forth. I'm 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 eating both. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Let me go back to the marmite. I'd love Bex. to see what Lucas thought of it. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I'll video that later. Oh, that's a great one. Okay. <laughs> So, oh. right now, you're going to be upset, but I I like them both, actually. Not going to lie. I, I kind of like them both. They, if they're prepped with, like, yeah. enough butter, I do kind of yeah. lean towards the Marmite. Not going to lie. It's okay. I'm not really we... happy about what's going to go down in the auditor room, but fine, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that if uh, there's hate mail from either uh, side of the ocean, uh, you can send it to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. <laughs> she, she takes all hate mail. I'm going to say I don't like either because I do like sweet stuff, and this oh. stuff is tastes like tar. It's awful. It's awful. Oh, that's so sad for you. It even stays on your lips. <laughs> Why did you put no, it on your awesome. lips? It's not chapstick. You get it on your lips. How can you not get that tar-like substance on your lips when you bite into it? I'm actually finishing no, up my no. toast. I'm going, I'm making a third bite of each of them. You know, what's so funny is Jennifer yeah, said this Jay- morning, you know, you and Jamie don't agree on anything. One of you will like it. One of you won't. So here we go. Oh, she's so right. Team Jennings for the win. <laughs> Glenn doesn't like anything. He drinks strawberry right. daiquiris is his drink of choice. For breakfast, if I have to. <laughs> I'm going to. That's a great idea. The next box of crap that goes out. I owe Jacqueline one. Guess who's getting Vegemite and Marmite? Jacqueline's getting used you Vegemite know, and Marmite. Perfect. I'm pretty sure it's going to shelf life of a couple hundred years. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I looked for an expiration date and there wasn't one. <laughs> this is the same jars that was that were from World, World War One. You know what? It has a made date, but not an expiration date. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I like them both. You do? I, I, I like them both. I've eaten both Yay. of them. Several I'd be interested times to know if Chad likes any of them. Uh, he said that I. Uh, no. No. He does not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it says it's good for vegetarians. Do you think that the Marmite label actually says vegan spread? I bet you it didn't say vegan yeah. spread 10 years ago. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> it also helped I was really hungry. All right. Now I really want some toast with just plain butter and but I trashed all my toast all right. now. Well Bex, I'm, this I'm, is I'm, okay, I'm, so you guys can talk about horses. I'm pleased. <laughs> Bex, you're the best. Bex has a serious job to do, so we'll let her get back to it. Thank you, Bex, for joining okay. us. We really appreciate you guiding us through this process. Bex, no just no. you guys. Every time <laughs> you Listen to Glenn, and you're like so disappointed. That's my life. So you can be disappointed in him. Totally normal. Welcome to the club. Perfect. <laughs> and all I right. figure, I, have a good I, I figure that uh, <laughs> all good. the Horse Illustrated new brand new listeners that tried us today have already left and said this is the worst show ever. So they don't even talk about horses. So Bex, you have a horse. Tell us your horse's name. Oh, it's Klutz. See, Bex has a horse named Klutz. This is perfect. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We love Bex. you, Nina. Have a great holiday. All right. You too, guys. Everyone else hang in there. They get they really have fun to listen to. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the validation. We needed it today. <laughs> That's fine. I actually want more. Really? 
like the more the 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 longer I, my palate is is wait it's waning on my palate. Look at how fancy I am, by the way. The taste waning. is waning on my palate. And you I'm are not, it's using me big words more. today. You know what? A two. You like beer a lot, and I don't like beer. I so, do. I really like beer. And this kind of I can see how it's a, it's a byproduct of beer because it kind of has a yeasty kind of beery thing going. It does not have any beer flavor it's whatsoever. As bad as beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need, that was good. I, I, yeah, I like it. All right. Now, I didn't think I said, you got to just put a little bit because that is a straw. This tiny little jar is going to last me 25 years. years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. You know, state line tack right now, you probably can't get anything in for the holidays, but one thing you can do is get a gift certificate. So head on over to state line tech. You oh, know, good idea. I may have bought some gift certificates yesterday because you know, that's the way I roll. Uh, and it is a horse husband approved, right? You coming from the female side of this equation, Gift certificates are approved by uh, for for horse husbands to get wives. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, that uh, th- no questions asked. Of course, um, yeah. larger the better. I, I'm in that situation where randomly people are like, "Hey, I want to pop by. I got your present." I'm and I'm like, "Oh God, I, I haven't bought something. them something." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is great. What a good idea. Yeah, so uh, they have uh, gift certificates available. You can select your domina- denomination from five dollars domination. <laughs> you can select from five dollars to five hundred dollars, and your wife would probably appreciate the five hundred dollar one. Just saying, uh, we I tell this story every year, but we had a guy every year when we had our tax shop back in the nineties. We had a guy every year that would buy a twenty five hundred dollar gift certificate for his wife every year. And God, love it. she spent it by February every year. Happily so. married. Happily married. <laughs> and you know what? He didn't have to do any work. He always called us like the day before on the 24th, and we happily put his gift certificate through. Do you know that that uh, 60% of gift certificates still never get used? Yes, because I lose them. That's right. <laughs> well, don't lose your statelinetech.com e-gift certificate. It's available today. They also have, if you're looking to buy stuff for yourself, they have the big boot sales still going on, uh, and their heart horse uh, packages and all of that are still happening. So uh, check it out over at statelinetech.com. Hey, before we get to our trivia, there was really good news. I got about 12 emails about it, and I'm sure you saw it. That there's well, first of all, everybody else, everybody's going to get another check from the government here shortly. They approved the the spending bill that included uh, another COVID relief package that also included. He got it stuffed in there. Congressman Paul Tonko got the horse racing reform bill stuffed into this whole package. So it was approved. The Horse Racing Integrity and Safety Act was approved by uh, by Congress. So it's going to go into law. You remember he tried to get it in as a standalone bill and it didn't get anywhere, but he got it shoved into this bill uh, for keeping the government going. And <laughs> so I just don't know how <laughs> this stuff works. I don't either, but it's a good deal. This is the one that talks about having a nationwide uh, oversight board for horse racing and a it'll uh, cover medications and racetrack safety standards and all of that. So we're going to standardize everything in the country. When it comes to racing, so that we can get all the states on board with the same kind of uh, regulations, I think this is a good step in the right direction. And Rep Tonko uh, did a good job pushing this for years. So good for him. Uh, and I'm glad this has gone through. So there's a bit of good news right there. However, they made it happen. Yep. It's good news. It happened. Well, Glenn, uh, can you give me a second? Because I have to go change my hat. I have to go put on my talk show host with the most hat. Yeah, <laughs> let's time for a holiday trivia with auditors Rosie, Rachel, Megan, and Laura. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome our four contestants today for the auditor holiday trivia game Yay! is what we're calling it apparently um now uh, so i would like to introduce the first team this is uh they've come up with their own team names ladies and gentlemen that's right team galloping grinches team galloping <laughs> grinches heading uh heading uh, up, uh, up by rosie say hello rosie <laughs> 
Hi. Hi, everyone. Rosie, where are where are we call- talking to you from? Rhode Island. From Rhode Island. Rosie in Rhode Island. I love it. And then we have yep. Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Hello, everybody. Rachel, where are we talking to you from? I'm still in Vegas. I know she that. hasn't moved but out yet. Some <laughs> might know that. So we have Rosie from Rhode Island and Rachel is in Las yep. Vegas. Thank you guys both so much for joining us. I would like to you to know that yep. you are going to be challenged today by the Sugar Plum Phillies. The Sugar Plum <laughs> Phillies with Megan at the helm. Say hello, Megan. Hello. Megan, where the heck are you? You're always somewhere different. I know. I'm in Florida now. Is that going to be a permanent thing or, you know, whatever? I mean, three months ago, we thought we were going to Arizona in March. So who knows where we're going to be in the next two years? Perfect. <laughs> she's she's a vagabond. You better visit right. us before you move again. OK, that's the only rule there, Megan. <laughs> oh, for sure. For okay. sure. All right. uh, and finally, in the Sugar Plum Phillies, we have Laura. Say hello, Laura. Hello. Laura, where are we talking to you from? Um, right now I'm in Anaheim, California, but I live in Fallon, Nevada. All right. She's uh, traveling in this COVID crisis. Good for you. Way to go. <laughs> like it. <laughs> Thank um, you. All right, I'm quarantining. So- yeah, she's oh, okay. the only one allowed in California, apparently, now. <laughs> 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 well, Galloping Grinches and Sugar Plum Phillies. I would like to let my uh, co-anchor here tell you how the game is going to work, and then I'll come back and tell you the prize. All right, so we're going to get started. We have two rounds with three questions for each team. Uh, We're not allowing steal, so if you get the question wrong, we're moving on because it just takes too much time. You have 15 seconds to come up with the answer. You can talk amongst yourselves to do that. If you get the question correct, you get the bell. If you get it wrong, you get the bike horn. So, which probably sounds awful on the on over it, this. It does. <laughs> it does. It really does. <laughs> so uh, that's what we're going to do. The first round are questions that are horse related. I came up with these questions and I tried to make them as freaking hard as possible. And then uh, in the sec- <clears throat> because I'm mean that way. The second round is all New Year's Day questions. All questions ab- about New Year's. Oh. And then if there's a tiebreaker, there are mm-hmm. questions about Jamie and I that you should know. So that's what we're oh. doing. Those are the Glenn, questions. I'm going to need you to be keeping score. I'm, all right. I got, the, I got my pad. I'm ready. All right. Now, I would like to let <laughs> you all know that you are playing for a prize of $1 million, and it will be in the form of a check that Glenn's going to send you. Okay? <laughs> yes. A very bouncy <laughs> check. A very yeah, bouncy sorry. check. Yes. All right. <laughs> Right, so we're going to start with round one. And again, most of these questions are probably very terrible. I haven't looked at them yet, but Glenn <laughs> wrote them. So if you have complaints, send them to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. That is his wife, and she will correct them. You got them. it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that goes for anybody listening as well about any complaint, actually. All right, so starting with question number one, we're going to go to Team Galloping Grinches, which is Rosie and Rachel. What and this is a ABC, so multiple choice. What? Oh, oh wait, Glenn. You when was when was wh- that was supposed to be when? You wrote what? It should be when. Okay, I'm gonna have to read these ahead because it's like reading really bad ads that Glenn wrote. When? I changed this question earliest- about 15 times. Is why. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. When was the earliest known carousel discovered? When was the earliest known carousel discovered? Is it A, 2000 BC, B, 1425 AD, or C, 500 AD? 2000 BC. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I want to say 500 AD. Like, I want to say 500 because that's the middle one. But I feel like carousels need to be mechanical. I'm not sure how mechanical the 500s were. I don't think any of these years were mechanical. Yeah, we're mechanical Uh, at all. So, (laughs) well, I I guess we'll go with the with the 500. We'll go with the 500. Okay, is that your final answer? (laughs) Yes, you are correct. 
Yay! It was 500 AD in the Byzantine Empire, and it was mechanical. They actually had a drawing oh. of it, and it was a center pole that had arms coming out with the horses hanging from strings, and it, they pushed it around. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Was so. it real horses? N- no, <laughs> it was not. <laughs> no. It, was, it was fake wooden ugly horses. So, uh, but it was a carousel. That's what the they don't one. call him Glenn the Geek for nothing, ladies. I and gentlemen. know this stuff. Actually, I didn't know that till this morning. So, <laughs> moving on to the Sugar Plum Phillies, which is Megan and Laura. All right, engines are rated in units of horsepower. This is multiple choice. Engines are rated in units of horsepower. The average horse is capable. Glenn, these are ridiculous. <laughs> the average horse is capable of producing how many units of horsepower? Each horse produces how many units of horsepower? Is it A1, B10 to 13, or C20 to 23? I, oh I my feel goodness. Like this is one of those questions <laughs> that the answer is super obvious. But I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I say if one horsepower is one horse, horsepower horse, I'm going to say one. But, Laura, what do you think? I, I would think one, but I bet it's going to be 10 to 13. But we can go with one. Let's go one. Let's just live on the edge. Uh-huh. <laughs> you should have went with 10 to 13 was the correct answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why would they call it horsepower if it's more than one horse per power? That's stupid. Exactly. It's not horses power. Come on, Glenn. Sorry, I didn't make the rule. I just, I just looked it up, and I always thought it was one too. So I was with you, Megan. I always thought it was one. All right. Well, let's go to question number three, and this goes to the Galloping Grinches, Rosie who are leading Rachel. by one to zero at this point. They are. And finally, a horse question. Um, number three is, which has more teeth, female horses or male horses? I feel like the males um, have an extra, like, they have extra canines. Don't they have the wolf stuff so that they can attack their, <laughs> you know, other stallions or something? I would think they'd have Yeah. More. I think they would have more teeth for like, some reason. Stallions have an extra set of um, hushes or canines or whatnot. Let's go boys. Yeah. The boys. Yeah, boys. That is correct. <laughs> the boys have more teeth. Females have 36 and males have 40 to 42. Is it different? Some horses forget to grow a couple? <laughs> I don't know. So it is exactly what they were saying. So the male horses come up with those extra four teeth canines. Now, because it, it we've domesticated horses, some don't always have all four canines. Uh, but mares don't usually have canines, although I have seen one or two that has canines. Now, yes, most horses do have wolf teeth, which we then pull. And that doesn't matter if you're male or female. Um, Look at you, the dentist expert there. I'm a nerd too, but I'm only a nerd about horse stuff. <laughs> the Grinches take the two to zero lead. All right. Come on, Sugar Plum Phillies, Megan and Lara. Here is your question. Is it true that only mares? This is a yes or no question. Is it, uh, I guess it'd be true or false. Glenn, how did you write these? Please submit these to me ahead of time. <laughs> mares are the only ones that have a third eyelid. True or false? Only mares have a third eyelid. That's that's uh, probably false, Megan. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I, I'm gonna go. I've had geldings my whole life. My first mare was like three years ago. Um, I'm gonna sure. We're gonna go with what you said because I was wrong. So yes, whatever you say. I'm not sure what you did say. Now, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> we're get, we're, I think we're going to say false because they should all have the normal amount of eyelids that they all have. That is correct. That is correct. I they, mean, that's a question that like makes you go, huh. huh, I never heard that. I know. That's why I put it in there. I was like, yeah. well, they all do, but maybe I could trick them. <laughs> so. yeah, but I have mares. um okay so this is still round one we're gonna move to rosie and rachel rosie and rachel which burns more calories cantering a horse or riding a bike at 14 miles per hour cantering a horse man (laughs) Uh, yeah i'm gonna go with that i mean i haven't ridden a bike since i was like six yeah but (laughs) But, once uh, you get going it's like just natural 
just right. I think it depends on how hilly a country you live in there. Yeah, well, I was in the Dominican Republic, so we didn't have any roads either. Yeah, and bikes have all those little gear things that are supposed to be easier. So I'm going horse. Yeah, you are correct. It's a cantering horse. You burn 550 on a cantering horse. You burn 500 on the bike. So you are Uh, correct. Okay. Way to go, Galloping Grinches. We're going to move to the Sugar Plum Phillies now. And what is it called when a horse has small eyes? Like, you look at it, you're like, oh, he's that kind of eyes. A what? Creepy? Creepy. Creepy. What is it called when a horse has small eyes? We have actually talked about this on the show, and and a lot of people... A lot of people say you you don't buy a horse that has these kind of eyes. Is it where like the white is bigger than the iris? Is that what you're talking about, or like the the size of the eyeball? The eyes, size of the eyeball, just has small eyes. I thought everybody knew this. I even knew this. Sorry. (laughs) I thought everybody knew this. I'm gonna go with creepy, but I know that's not the right answer. All right. Um, Small eyes. Small eyes. Mike can't no hear it. It's 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 you're overthinking. Do we have a multiple choice? No, they didn't <laughs> have they didn't have a multiple choice either. So I tried. <laughs> they to make did this too. Even. They had fifty fifty. Carol, I know this answer. If I know it, anybody should know it. I'm giving you that because you took oh. too long. It's pig eyes. <sighs> they call it pig eyes. Pig eyes. Okay. I've never heard of that. Really. Huh. No. I must have learned that on this show. (laughs) I must have learned this. I don't think it's very common, Glenn. I think, uh, (laughs) yeah, we should have given him a a 50. All right. You know what? I'm leaning towards you. I'm going to give you guys uh, like an extra multiple choice if we need one in the future. Okay. That's what I do. (laughs) All right. It is now three to one. Let's talk about Scooter. He's doing great on his Daily Dose Cardbuster feed, which we get delivered from Chewy. Cardbuster is a light feed made from Timothy Hay pellets as a base and added peas for extra oomph. Sunflower seed, flaxseed meal, dried kelp, and prebiotics are in there, too. So he gets the nutrients he needs without excess calories, and those calories come from quality, non-GMO sources. Check out Daily Dose Equine's full line of feeds today at DailyDoseEquine.com or head on over to Chewy.com and place your Daily Dose Equine order. We're now on our fourth bag of that for him, and he looks great he drove me around the other day and the i had to raise the girth up a couple because he wasn't so fat it was it was uh, nice daily know. dose equine all right round two is <laughs> i new- was looking by the way for the for the word in his ad how you spelled oomph but that is not in here you just you just i added that, that. i ad libbed uh new year's go. eve questions or new year's day questions these questions all revolve around the new year so here we go Laura, we got this. I was born on New Year's Day. We're totally going to win. Well, happy birthday early because we won't be here, and then you're going to yell at me because I forgot to do your birthday. Did you do a list (laughs) tomorrow? Glenn, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow you should have a big list of birthdays, especially because I feel like people that have a birthday right around Christmas get screwed. They do. Well, here you go. Here it is. Yeah, they do. So suck it, all of you. I'm covered. Uh. (laughs) That's not going to I'll make sure he does more. All right. So let's head to round two. Uh, We're going to start with the, should we start with the Sugar Plum Phillies or Galloping Grinches, Glenn? Well, let's start the other way now. Let's go to the Sugar Plum Phillies first this time. All right. When did the New Year's Eve ball first drop in Times Square? Multiple choice. Did it drop first in 1907, 1923, or 1942? 07, 23, or 42? I want to say 23. What do you think, Laura? I think 23, because 1942, we were in a war. Oh, good point. Can't imagine they'd be doing that. So we're going with 23? Mm, yeah. Or 07. Okay, 23. <laughs> 23? It was 07. 1907 was when they dropped the first ball. 
All <laughs> right, you guys. Moving on to the sh- wait. This is the galloping Grinches. Yep. <laughs> All right, ladies. We're still large- leading three to one, by the way. How large is the Times Square New Year's Eve ball in diameter? Eight feet, ten feet, or twelve feet? In diameter? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I. go. I would guess twelve. Hmm. No googling, ladies. <laughs> no. Some reason. Well, I'm cool it's pretty big. It's definitely not a computer. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 12. 12 is a pretty good size, I think. Is that your final answer? Sure. Yeah. You are correct. It is 12 feet. Okay. Yay. Yay. Ladies, you're just rocking it today. I was kind of hoping we'd get to the tiebreakers, so I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, we might ask those uh, as a bonus. <laughs> we'll ask those for yeah. fun. That's the another hey, you million. never know. We could, we could totally fail. You never know. It's, <laughs> well, no. it's just another million dollars to the pe- person who's the tiebreaker. So. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, back to Megan and Laura. Megan and Laura, according to the National... <laughs> Insurance Crime Bureau. It was revealed that more blank got stolen on New Year's Eve in America than anything else. Is it A, purses, B, phones, C, cars? What gets stolen the most? Purses, phones, or cars on New Year's Eve? I'm going to go with cars, Megan. But that evidently wasn't an option. (laughs) Self-respect. All right, that's a bonus point right there. Now you have two. That's the best answer of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm granting Yay. you a bonus point. <laughs> I would agree with Laura that it is cards, yes. I think we should go with cards. That made me laugh. That's great. <laughs> is that your answer? Yes, it's their answer. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Yay, finally. That is correct. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of like having a toaster on my desk. I just made myself another piece of toast. I got to get some. I don't have that <laughs> <any> here. <laughs> um, all right. All right. So, yeah, the, I, I'm definitely giving you a bonus point. Uh, don't you agree, Jamie? That was the line of the day, right? There. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love self-respect. it. All right. Now, moving on to the galloping gringes, Rosie and Rachel. Y'all are crushing it right now. Um, Although it's closer high- at four to three now. Anything could happen. Anything goes. <laughs> Anything. The highest box office sales for a movie shown on New Year's Day were for which movie? Is it A, Die Hard, B, Star Wars, the original Star Wars, or C, Avatar? Oh, Avatar. Yeah. That's your answer? Because the original Star Wars didn't get going until people saw it, and then they were like, this is the best thing ever. (laughs) And yeah. All right. You are correct. It is Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn loves the suspense. I do. I do. <laughs> and I, know. Record, I saw Avatar on New Year's, just putting that out. Oh, you did? Look yeah. at you. Fantastic. Wow. All right. Uh, They're making see. three more, but it's on hold because of COVID. They are, they are doing three uh, more. Megan coming. and Laura. Megan they're and coming. Laura. We are going to go to one of the largest New Year celebrations is held in what Australian city? Oh, it's got to be where the Opera House is. That's Melbourne, right? I think that's uh, Sydney. Sydney. That's what I meant. Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) You are correct. It is Sydney. And yes, you see the fireworks over the opera house every year. That is correct. (laughs) All right. It's five to four. I like the conviction, though, that she had. It was like, duh, it's the opera house, Melbourne. Laura's like, no, (laughs) that's that's not right at all. (laughs) Megan, you're awesome. We love you. Uh oh. My toast has popped up and it's smoking. <laughs> okay, we're going to move to... Jamie. <laughs> Rosie and Rachel, Rosie and Rachel, you're... is this the final question? Yeah, then? this is it. They can actually tie it right now with this question. No, no, no. Then it's already over because this is... These are the oh, leaders. the Grinches. Then it is over. <laughs> Let's have them answer anyway, and then we'll ask the tiebreakers where it could be tied. 
Okay, what is the parade that is held in I Philly every year? On nobody's gonna know. Rosie this. knows this. Everybody that lives the on the East Coast. Know. There you go. <laughs> I, did the I knew they would know it. Anybody yeah. who lives in the Northeast knows <laughs> it. <laughs> you are yeah. correct. You're asking a Pennsylvania theater geek about the Mummers Parade? What? No, I didn't know. The tiebreaker questions. Let's let's ask a tiebreaker question to um, the Galloping Grinches. This question is, where did Glenn and Jen first meet? This is hard. Oh, at at the Pennsylvania Ren Fair. That is correct. (laughs) Wow. Because Glenn was like super dorky, nerdy, cool, and Jen was like, whoa, I want a piece of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's right. There's another point for that one right there. (laughs) That's funny. If I I remember right, she was so, he thought she she was so adorable, she went and made her own dress, didn't she? (laughs) Oh. Her own little run dress? Or did I make that up in my head? I can't she remember. did. By the next week, she had came <laughs> she back. Did. She was a spectator the first week, and the next week she came back, she had sewed her own dress. And can I add that it showed a lot of cleavage that she deceived me with. So. <laughs> so let me get this straight. She sees Dude, you, who's like a guy in tights. Yeah, and, and she's and, like, yes. I stepped up. Yep, and that's right. She sewed her own dress and, and pushed those up, and uh, yep, it was... Uh, Off she that went. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it helps, Glenn, I literally heard that on a show once and thought it was the most adorably romantic thing I'd ever heard. It so is. I did remember it. And I saw, and this is, goes with horse and women too. I saw her from the back first, and she was wearing really tight yellow pants. And you know what horse girls' butts look like, so that caught my attention. Yellow butt. I bet. <laughs> so that's what that's how it all started with a yellow butt. I feel like. I feel like I'm listening to mom and dad talk about each other. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my son told us to get a room this morning because my husband came home from work and we paid kissy face for a little bit. <laughs> That's what he gets for sleeping in the living room. He has his own bedroom. <laughs> All right. You want me to ask the next question? Who who answered that one anyway? I'm lost. Oh, Rachel. Okay. So we're yeah. going to Megan and who are we going to next? Megan and Laura. So this one is where did Jamie first meet Chad? Well, that was oh, on she met him on an airplane. There it is. They both they yeah. know us pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> where why were they both on the airplane? That's a not important. It, why were they both on the airplane? <laughs> they were going to meet their girlfriend and boyfriend on the other side and then may or may not have kissed in the airport before they left. God, we they did not know. kiss in the airport before. It was after. <laughs> I, that is a point of contention with Chad and I. I did not just kiss a random stranger on an airplane. Gross. I'm not like a little hoe. And second of all, <laughs> I was not going to meet a boyfriend. I was going to meet a man with potential. Okay. <laughs> but was she a girlfriend? No, was she an actual girlfriend? Like similar. A... He had met her on a ski vacation, and I had met him on a dude ranch vacation. <laughs> so it was, oh, Lord. It wasn't like love or anything. <laughs> so wait a minute. The skier met another skier. You met another horse person, and then you switched? I don't know if they switched or not. Uh, I don't no, know. No, you he guys ever switched. You went for the non-horse person. He went for the non-skier. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. He said he knew what he was getting. Didn't I you mean, kiss at the bottom of the escalator before you left him for, after meeting him at the airport? I. So we met each other on a, a Friday flight and ended up meeting back up in the airport in Philadelphia on Sunday. Ah. And I hardcore made out with him then. Uh, <laughs> in the airport? In the airport. In front of children? In front of whoever. In front of children. Like the, in front of the stores and people waiting for gates. And I'm like, full on. Everywhere. This dude, yeah. People were like look, grabbing their children and running. It was <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't been allowed Girls to Philadelphia Airport ever since. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies, for playing. This has been a lot of fun today. It really has. You had some good oh, yeah. lines. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Uh-huh. And have a great holiday, everybody. 
And you Megan, too. we'll see Bye. you soon. Me too. <laughs> yeah, Bye, guys. you and I, we're going to meet people and do lunch and yeah, stuff. Uh, all right, good. Thanks, Megan. <laughs> Bye, Make everybody. sure you message us your addresses so Glenn can send you your checks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, look for those. <laughs> all right, thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 This is your cue to hang up, because I can't hang up on you, apparently. Oh, I can hang up on them all. <laughs> uh, our sponsor also for this episode is Equiderma. Equiderma wound ointment is a must-have in your medicine. I can't talk. Equiderma wound ointment is a must-have in your medicine cabinet. I think that Marmite's still stuck in my mouth. Invisibly, I'm having more toast. Are you having which, Marmite on it? Let me. Which one should I put on it? Are you really? Are you just going straight up butter? You were going straight up butter until I brought it up. Invisibly no. amplifies wound healing, stops proud flesh from developing, minimizes scarring, reduces pain, and keeps flies out of wounds. We're talking about the Equiderma wound ointment, which I'm guessing would taste better on bread than the Marmite did. <laughs> you were- I was just thinking. I just put the tiniest, like, to put my butter knife tip in there, and it like spread over the whole piece. Like, I mean, that stuff. <laughs> really carries i really think that equiderma should really contact the marmite people and swap recipes (laughs) (laughs) you will find that with consistent use you'll see a noticeable progression of steady healing every day with equiderma wound ointment find it all and all their products at equiderma.com well, this was a fun day. You know, for a bonus day, a bonus episode for all you new people, I hope you had fun and enjoy it. Tomorrow we'll be back to talking about horses and have some guests and the things but we in normally the show notes do. that it's a special bonus episode. I mean, just so they don't think that I, I just eat toast at my desk all the time. <laughs> I did put that in there. Occasionally we do silly stuff because guess what? Horse people do silly stuff and live lives outside of horses sometimes. Okay, uh, that a was a Vegemite. Bit. I did Marmite and Vegemite. I like them both. You Not do. Gonna lie. I couldn't. I couldn't do the aftertaste. <laughs> I really did have an aftertaste. I still taste it. Yeah, the Vegemite has a stronger aftertaste. I'm gonna t- t- stick with nice sweet jelly. I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm so put... happy to have something that's not sugary. <laughs> I'm going with sugar. Like my my uh, my go-to has always been sugar. I think my husband stuff. just left me, by the way. Yeah, she, he doesn't now like that it. Now that I like both. Yeah, I used to smell that in the morning. He's not going to like it at all. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be uh, we are going to be here tomorrow. That'll be our last uh, a live episode. Or not live. That'll be our last new episode for the year. I actually have another new episode for you on Monday, but it's the last one, Jamie are doing jamie and i are doing together and then we're going to be on holiday break until the fourth so you'll be able to catch us back then um and we uh that's it that's all i've got for today we had enough fun let's call it a day thanks everybody all right everybody spay neuter and geld